You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today in the Give Your Life Away podcast in the Epistle Project, we come to 2 Corinthians 5.11 through chapter 6, verse 13. This is a rather lengthy section, and I want to simply make a, a couple of brief comments at the end. And I want to talk about the intensity of Paul and how appropriate it is. 2 Corinthians 5.11 and following, Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. But what we are is known to God, and I hope it is known also to your conscience. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you cause to boast about us, so that you may be able to answer those who boast about outward appearance and not about what is in the heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ controls us, because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh. We regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ... God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Working together with him then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Because he says, in a favorable time I listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, by great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise, we are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold, we live as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted in your own affections. In return, I speak as to children, widen your hearts also. As you know, as I said at the beginning of this book, Paul is defending his apostleship, his um, ministry to the Corinthian church. You know that his ministry was being questioned by people in the church because they were hearing from other people that Paul is an imposture. Paul uh, doesn't preach 
uh, faithful message. He is too eccentric. They, they were criticizing him in basically every single way you could criticize someone. So he wrote this book to defend his ministry and, and to say why he's doing what he's doing. And he keeps saying all throughout the book in Second Corinthians, doesn't he, that this is for them. This is for their sake. This is for their benefit. And so what he does here is he talks about why he's doing all this. And as you read this passage, this extended passage, you see strong, passionate words. Paul does not want to tone down his message. He is excited about something. He's excited about this new covenant message, this gospel message. What are some of the reasons he's excited about this message? Well, he says it in chapter 5. God is reconciling the world to himself, back to himself through Christ. And so Paul is going to preach that message. The God who created everything, who has been offended by sinners, is, is making peace with those sinners through the execution of his own son. That is a message to be passionate about. So I don't know if you've ever been criticized for being too intense about Jesus, being too passionate, about being uh, too exuberant about Christ. Don't let that criticism dampen your fire any bit. Didn't with Paul. He was, he was excited about this message. He was uh, captivated by this message. And he was going to get it out. And he was just begging the Corinthians to receive what he was saying. That they would open their hearts to what he was teaching them. Notice a couple phrases that Paul uses in this passage. He says that he is beside himself. He and his associates are beside ourselves. He says that love controls him. He is captivated by the love of Christ. That's why he is doing what he is doing. That's why he is talking to the Corinthians like he is talking to them. He is captivated by the love of Christ. He says that he's an ambassador for Christ. He says that while God has brought this reconciliation work to the world, he's also given the message of that reconciliation to Paul and to others, and even extending on down to us. We have this wonderful message of reconciliation. So Paul says because he's an ambassador, he is going to make appeals for Christ. And what's more, in verse 20, he says, We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Paul's not the type of evangelist that just says, Well, God is holy, man is sinful, Christ came to be a substitute, you must repent and believe, have a good day. No, he is imploring people. I've heard one preacher say, the problem with preachers today is that they're too proud to beg. And Paul here is begging the Corinthians, please, I'm imploring you, be reconciled to Christ. I think the church today would do well to have more imploring language, more begging language, more appealing language, more trying to convince people. This is the way Paul lived. This is the passionate way that a believer should live before the world. Intense, imploring, begging, appealing, being an ambassador that doesn't just proclaim a message, but begs people to believe it. This is the way I want to live. I hope this is the way you want to live. This is the way Paul lived. This is, this is you can see this even in the heart of Christ coming to give himself away. This is intensity because of the greatness of the message. So I ask you, believer, pray that God would light an even greater fire in your heart. Pray that God would make you passionate, bold, exuberant. Why? 
so that you would be known, you would be, you, people would be attracted to you? No, because the message of reconciliation is that great. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive in Christ.